Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Over the last weeks, there has been a very interesting battle going on between David Einhorn and Elon Musk. David Einhorn is the famous short seller when it comes to Tesla, and Elon Musk is refuting his thesis. And I think that there are three key things that we as independent investors can learn from either positions. I'm not going to go into who's right, who's wrong. I'm just going to give you three key takeaways that are going to improve your investing, your long-term investing returns. And this is an excellent story to learn about investing and how to protect yourself and how to increase your long-term returns, which is all this channel is about. So please click that like button and subscribe. The three key things that we're going to learn from this are one we have to be long-term investors that works all the time always it worked for Einhorn and that's something we can do if we can find those things we don't have to do anything that's also something we can learn secondly before investing we have to understand the business model what is the business model based on how it works and what is are the most important keys and then see how that fits our portfolio and the third thing to understand is we have to avoid time bombs but don't short them so let's start so David Einhorn a hedge fund manager that delivered 16% per year up to 2016 and and since then performed miserably is short Tesla and he has explained how Tesla makes annual doesn't make any annual profits how robot taxes are what Tesla is promising or the analysts are bullish on Tesla are expecting Musk attacked back how he lost money over the last years how he doesn't have other things to do than to short Tesla and uh, write false accusations Einhorn again replied, discussed how uh, the accounting is not okay, Tesla is losing money and blah, blah, blah. All that story you probably know. However, what can we learn from it? Let's start on long-term investing. This is actually what I focus on, green lights letter. On August 31, we sold the last of our Apple stock at 228 per share. The first purchase was as f- at 36 per share. For a number of years, it was the largest position in the partnership. They made a billion and compounded the 26% annually over the last, what, 10 years. And this is the message. He bought a stock, he invested a lot of money in it. He, it compounded, what, 26%, it is a seven bagger. And the thing is that he is a long, short, a value investor. So his portfolio is 160%, 106% long, 76% short. He's a lot of position, constantly doing something, constantly trying to be smarter than other guys. What is our investment advantage as independent investors? We don't have to be constantly smarter. We just have to be smarter a few times here and there. Imagine if he would have said in 2010, okay, I'm putting my money in Apple, 
and I'm forgetting about everything else. All the investors would pull out the money out of his hedge fund because they would say, oh, I can put my money without you into Apple without paying you 220 fees. So that's a disadvantage he has that we as investors have. So investing long term, finding those good businesses that will do well, that have the opportunity to do well because it was Apple was very cheap back then. Now he says we are selling because it's expensive. But if you don't find anything like that, you can simply wait. Sooner or later, you will find those great investments. And that's all you need. You just need a few stocks like Apple over the last 10 years and your portfolio returns will be amazing. So let's dig deeper into their fight. So the second message is we have to understand the business and the perspective. They are attacking Tesla and uh, they are doing it rightly because there are accounting issues, there have been uh, facilities, there have been many promises that were broken. But here we have to understand really the business model when it comes to investing. What is Tesla's business model? Tesla has to reach scale. And when Tesla reaches scale to achieve profitability based on the technology that will come there, then yes, they might create market share, they might turn profitable and they might do really, really well. For that, they used a lot of capital. They are still using capital. They will probably need more capital in the future. But as long as the story is there, they will continue to grow. And that's something you have to understand whenever it comes to e-businesses, you have to understand, okay, what are they doing and how does that fit my portfolio? Tesla, am I going to invest in that even if I know it's based on promises, there are no yearly earnings and as we have seen in Ray Dalio's last letter, there is so much money flooding the ma market that investors are forced to invest in those promises. I don't know, 3 million robo taxes or something like that. And Elon Musk knows that. That's why he's so strong and worthy when it comes to protecting Tesla because that is his business model. He might make it, he might not make it, but he is about though, selling those dreams and I really hope he makes it because electric cars, he has created by himself the electric car revolution or other car makers are now following. So I really hope he makes it. But when investing, you have to understand the risk and reward of the business model. If there is a liquidity squeeze, liquidity crunch, Tesla can go bankrupt very, very quickly. And that's something you have to understand when it comes to investing. What is the risk and reward and how does that risk and reward fit my portfolio? Einhorn is completely right. Tesla is trying to do whatever they can to keep the story strong, to keep the promises strong. Even their sales are going down, but their receivables are going up uh, and things like that, like Einhorn discusses. And that's something you have to be very, very careful about. But as I said, let's hope Tesla makes it because I think somehow they are improving the world and they have improved it because a lot of people think about CO2, less smog, electrification, improving technology, so improving lives. And that's what really, really matters. Whether they will do it, whether they, their businesses will succeed, whether the investors will make money is another story. But the second message is 
try to understand the business model. And the third message where Einhorn is often wrong is avoid time bombs as a value investor because there might something happen it might not happen but if there is a high possibility that it might happen like with tesla then value investors don't invest in it but don't go short let me tell you a story about einhorn so einhorn wrote a book a long short story when he short allied capital he started shorting it 2002 and he was wrong until 2008 because he looked at accounting he said okay this is wrongly accounted the fair value is not like that this company will go bankrupt and it actually went bankrupt but not in 2002 it went bankrupt in 2008 similarly he is same on tesla that uh, it's not right it's will go bankrupt if the markets are rational well if the markets would be rational tesla would not even be on this level there is so much money so much printing that is keeping all those companies alive and that's also something that dalio said and here it comes when it comes again to investing if something is irrational like tesla it doesn't matter it will go your way and it will go your way immediately if you are just long if you just buy a stock like he did buy apple in 2010 apple fell 40 50 percent when samsung came came out with a new phone and uh, then it recovered but when you're just long you just need to be right about direction when you are short you need to be right about direction and timing because being short costs and if you're wrong of, on your short as john maynard kane said the market can remain irrational much longer than you can remain liquid and starting with 15 billion is his, is his fund and now having 5 billion liquidity is a big issue for einhorn allied capital he shorted it from 2002 to 2008 legal battles and everything he was right at the end did he make any money no similarly for tesla he might be right but he might not make any money because of the timing issue he might be wrong on the timing and therefore he's not a value investor he's a gambler value investing is something where you don't accept such risks and that's a huge risk and what we can do as investors we can avoid such time bombs okay tesla yes it can go to 900 billion to 3000 4000 as a stock let's hope it goes but it's not a risk i'm going to take with a large part of my portfolio so the three messages are very simple the easiest thing is to find good businesses be a value investor and when you find something good buy it if you don't find anything good don't buy it and that's an advantage warren buffett has and has had over everybody else in 1960s and the 1960s he simply dissolved his partnership because he said i can't find investments so here is your money i'm stopping hedge fund managers other people can do that we as independent investors can do that 1986 letter to shareholders warren buffett said there is nowhere to invest but he didn't have anybody tell him he is the owner of berkshire nobody can tell him what to do and what not to do now again he's sitting with 120 million in cash and nobody can tell him what to do because he's independent hedge fund managers fund managers your bank advisor nobody's independent and there is constantly somebody bombarding be 
independent is the key message. Secondly, yes, something can go right, something can go good. Understand the business model before you invest, understand the risk and reward. And thirdly, if you're a value investor, don't bet, don't go short because the risk is unlimited. The upside is limited, the downside is unlimited. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.